12 minutes after 9. South African time on this beautiful evening, beautiful night. It's the night of Laylatul Jumu'ah. Yes, it's time for our discussion. Everybody waits for this, Ustad. Every listener waits for a Thursday night, especially when it's 9 to 10. They want to know, Mulana Arafat, what's the topic this evening? What you guys are speaking about? What you guys are discussing? Because whatever Mulana Salim Karim speaks about, it is haq, it is reality. You're hitting the hearts hard. I, <laughs> I know the listeners always say, Mulana, you know, you guys, when you guys come live on uh, Thursday nights, the discussion, you guys are hitting hitting the listeners hard, and it's reality. And it is, it is reality. My beloved, wonderful listeners of uh, Merka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Ustad, uh, before we welcome you to the program, the discussion, maybe if Ustad could give just one or two words uh, to our beloved Marhum Muaddin, who passed away. Uh, he was shot, I think, on that CIT cash cash in transit or something like that i think yesterday that shoot out and uh, somebody sent me the video today ustad apparently i don't know how true is it but they say it is one of the biggest mayat in durban one of the biggest mayat in west street masjid and i've got the entire video ustad oh you cry ustad you cry you just see all the brothers walking with the marhum you know what the what the what the what the marhum and they taking the marhum into the qabristan and everybody just reciting the shahada reciting the kalima la ilaha illallah la oh it said ustad said said i see hazrat Malana mufti abdul qadir hussein hafizahullah this morning as well uh, he gave he gave some beautiful words of advice and he said that if uh, the members or the brothers they could look after the family after the muadhin's family and he gave so many service to the community ustad and ustad you know what the hadith says about the muadhin they they will have the longest necks on the day of yawmul qiyamah but ustad uh, uh, maybe just a few words from your side. A lot of listeners in KZN are listening to you now and they say it is one of the... I don't know if Ustad got the video, but I do have the video by me. I will send it to Ustad. Welcome to the discussion, Ustad. Um, our topic tonight is how to build our taqwa levels. Our taqwa levels. What is the meaning of taqwa? How do we determine the word taqwa? How do we get taqwa? Or how do we become taqwa? Is it performing Five times daily namaz? Is it not missing salatul tahajjud? Is it uh, making, uh, you know, excessive, you know, too much of istighfar? How do we get taqwa, Ustad? Welcome to the show, the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, Mulana. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Grant all of us afiyat, Allah Ta'ala, grant us husni khatima. Alhamdulillah. <clears throat> Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladheena astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما 
اللهم صلي على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم وقال تعالى في مقام آخر ولنبلونكم بشيء من الخوف والجوع ونقص من الأموال والأنفس والثمرات وبشر الصابرين الذين إذا أصابتهم مصيبة قالوا إنا لله وإنا إليه راجعون أولئك عليهم صلوات من ربهم ورحمة وأولئك هم المهتدون وقال تعالى في مقام آخر يا أيتها النفس المطمئنة ارجعي إلى ربك راضية مرضية فادخلي في عبادي وادخلي جنتي قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم تحفة المؤمن الموت بلغ الأولى بكماله كشف الدجا بجماله حسنت جميع خصاله صلوا عليه وآله اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم صدق الله مولانا اللذين respected listeners brothers and sisters in islam dosto azizo fakiro arbabi ilm wa danish what a beautiful evening allah taala grant all of us husn khatima allah taala grant us a death of shahadat اللهم ارزقنا شهادة في سبيلك واجعل موتنا في بلد حبيبك الله let us pass away in the beautiful city of Medina آمين آمين اي مولا مدينة میں سلا دو ہمیں اللہ let us sleep away forever in the beautiful city of Medina مقام of a معزن I saw that clip, Mulana. Mm-hmm. And I had a personal interaction uh-huh. with the Mu'azzin. Because once a month, I do come to West Street for Jum'ah Salah. Jee, Ustad. What a humble personality. Sure. What a loving personality. Respect for Alim. He would always say, Mulana, please give azan. I want you to give azan. I want to hear your azan. The tawazu, the humbleness, the humility, the simplicity. And everybody loved him. And he had to die tragically. But let's see what Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said. The maqam of a mu'azzin. 
Allah and his angels send blessings upon the front row. When we come to the masjid, instead of sitting right in the back, come and take the first saf. What's the virtue? Allah and his angels send blessings upon the front row. Mm. And the Muazzin is forgiven as far as his voice reaches. And whatever hears him, animate or inanimate, confirms that he says, and he will have a reward mm. like that of those who pray with him. The Muazzin is forgiven as far as his, his voice reaches. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. And which one riwayat it comes to whichever Muazzin gave Azan for seven years, one riwayat ten years, for the pleasure of Allah, Allah Ta'ala will grant him Jannatul Firdaus. Mm. That's the maqam of a Muazzin. Description in the Hadith on the day of Qiyamah, There'll be people with long necks. If you see a giraffe, it's outstanding because Allah has blessed this animal with a long neck. Mm. You can make it out. Everybody is curious. But look at the maqam Allah has given to those brothers who give azan for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I always emphasize this point. Mulana, we put in a million dollar imam on the musalla. And when it comes to giving azan, we put somebody who's not qualified enough. The muazzin maqam is like a deputy imam. His status, his respect, his honor is actually equivalent to that of the imam. Mm. And how do we treat our muazzins like third-class citizens? Mm. We pay them the least of salary, the most unhygienic living conditions, Haq. and we pay them peanuts. And we want that muazzin to clean the toilets, your mess and my mess. We want him to clean the bathroom. Is this the maqam of a muazzin? See what Allah Ta'ala's Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said. That the muazzin is forgiven as far as his voice reaches. And whatever hears him, animate or inanimate, and confirms what he says. That is why one of the adabs of azan stop everything. Mm. Whatever work you are doing. Drop it and reply to the azan. Repeat the words of the muazzin. What will be the reward? He will have a reward like that of those who pray with him. So yes, Malana, very heartbreaking. I will miss him a lot. Ya Allah. Allah Ta'ala grant him the highest rank in Jannah. Ameen. Innocent bystander. Thugs. Animals, criminals, Yalla. no <laughs> value for life. Innocently, a person's life is gone. 
greed. May Allah Ta'ala protect us mm. from instant death. Ameen. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika mimmautil fuja'a. And to see the power of la ilaha illallah. Molana, that great street was vibrating. Ya Allah. You saw, the, you saw that video. I saw the video, Ustad. I was actually in tears, Ustad. Ya Allah. See how what maqam Allah gives to a mu'azzin. Sure. And it's quite true. Maybe in the history of Durban. See, we never saw such a huge crowd for a mu'azzin <laughs> of this beautiful masjid of West Street. This masjid is very historic. Great imams came from this masjid. Great ulama, great hufad read namaz in that masjid. <laughs> Great ulama performed Juma and lots of other activities. And Allah Ta'ala had given this mu'azzin, this maqam of giving azan in this beautiful masjid. I got a, I got a brother by the name of Dawood also. He's listening to you from KZN. And he says that uh, make dua for the family. They're taking it very hard. And he says that the mu'azzin always spoke good about you, Ustad. Marhum Idris. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> what a wonderful, always a beautiful smile on you. Sure. Ya Allah. And, and the water, the mic, and everything up to tea. His azan was to the tea, on time. Mm. Always making khidmat of the masjid and ikram of ulama. So today Allah Ta'ala gave him such a maqam that the whole of Durban were crying for him. See? To see our brothers from Africa. Yes, Allah. All united on la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. Carrying the janazah of this great shaheed of Islam. It will go back. It will go into the books of history, Monana. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> we may be dead and gone, but the scenes of today, gee, for our brothers carrying the janazah, with such enthusiasm, with such jazba, and such shock, and reading the kalima, La ilaha illallah, shadu Allah, ilaha illallah, takbir. Allahu Monana, Akbar. <laughs> it was something to see. Oh, Ustad. <laughs> gee, everybody should wish for a death like this. We don't even know who's going to attend our janazah. But to choose when Allah loves you, Allah put the love for you in the hearts of people. People didn't know who he is. But all they heard, he was the Mu'azzin of Rasulullah. Allahu See? Akbar. Look at the maqam of Hadrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala. Mm. In the night of Miraj, Rasulullah was accompanied by Hadrat Jibrail. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam heard footsteps ahead of him. He asked Hazrat Jibrail, whose footsteps are these? So Hazrat Jibrail alayhi salam said, these are the footsteps of Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala. He is an Abyssinian. He is a black, flat nose. But he was a true ashik of Rasulullah. Farishtas used to wait for his azan. In the books of history, it's written that some of the Arabs objected and said, Ya Rasulullah, Hazrat Bilal is an Abyssinian. His pronunciation is not so well. Why don't we put somebody who gives good azan? And at Zohar time, somebody else besides Hazrat Bilal gave azan. Allah Pak sent Hazrat Jibrail go and tell my Habib, we didn't hear the azan of Hazrat Bilal. Kya ho gaya? So that was the maqam of Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala. He gave his life, ahad, ahad, punished, dragged, persecuted, tortured. He said to him, give up Islam. 
Ahad. Ahad. My Allah is one. My Allah is one. My Allah is one. That's the power of La ilaha illallah. That's the power of Azan. But do we respect the Azan, Malana? This is the big question. You and I. Azan is going. Our mothers and sisters, the head is not covered. We're still dicing the till. We're still selling. We're still buying. <laughs> we're still talking. We're still eating. We know in Medina, that's beautiful canal built by Nahri Zubaydah. She was a princess. Allah Ta'ala gave her this zok to provide water. So she built that canal. I think they take you for ziyarat and they show you on the outskirts of Medina. Nahri Zubaydah. When she passed away, somebody saw her in the dream. Mm. Allah has given her Jannat. And they asked her, on what grounds did Allah give you Jannat? Is it because you built that canal for water? She says, no. So what was the reason? She said, one day, I was eating and my dupatta, my scarf, fell off my head unintentionally. And when I heard the azan, I immediately picked up that dupatta and covered my head in respect of the azan. For my because of that act of mine, Allah Ta'ala forgave me and granted me jannah. Ask yourself and myself. It's Azan is going. It's food time we are eating. Drop it. Whatever you do, stop it. And reply to the Azan. Hopefully that inshallah on the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala will grant us a great maqam. So yes, Mawlana, it was a sad day. We all have to go. We all have come to leave this world. So leave behind a legacy. Leave something behind that people can remember you and cry for you. And I'm appearing to all the trustees of every masjid. If this was not an eye-opener for the imams and for the trustees of every masjid in South Africa, let's see what maqam Allah has given to a mu'azzin of Islam. And we should lower our head in shame the way we treat. I'm not saying all of them treat them, the mu'azzins bad, but some of us, absolutely no respect. <laughs> and we pay them peanuts. They have wives, <laughs> they have children, <laughs> they have expenses, they have to children, send their children to Islamic schools, they have to send their children to the doctor, and what do we pay them? Mm. 5,000 rand, 6,000 rand. We cram them up in one two-bedroom house. Gee, Allah. But what will you answer to Allah in the day So let's rectify the wrong. Let's make tawbah to Allah. Let's revise the salary and their living conditions. My appeal to every trust board, including myself.
it is nasihatsi for me also that give them the respect that they rightfully deserve and then see what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give to us mm. respected brothers allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq number 2 as you chose the best imam for your musalla i'm now begging the muazzin and the trustees and the imam yeah i want to tell the imams of every masjid please sit with your muazzin and educate him of the masails of namaz please educate your muazzin the correct pronunciation of the words of the azan for allah's sake when i sometimes my blood boils mm. and i walk into a masjid and the azan that is given is so incorrect the pronunciation is so incorrect which changes the entire meaning of the azan whose responsibility is that so my humble appeal to the trustees and the imams of every masjid please train your muazzins the correct pronunciation of the words of the azan where to pull where not to pull the azan is not about singing namaz azan wa azzin ji is to make an announcement so your announcement has to be clear hayya ala salah hayya ala falah la ilaha illa allah ashhadu an la ilaha illa allah ashhadu anna muhammadar rasulullah clear that pronunciation so my humble appeal to all the imams of the masjid ji educate the muazzins give them talim the masails of namaz the masails of wudu the masails of imamat in case the imam's wudu breaks while performing namaz ona na yes situation mm. where the imam while reading the salah and leading the congregation his wudu breaks now how does the rest of the congregation continue with the namaz so that is why the person that stands behind the imam he should know all the masla masails of imamat so that the imam can step back and hold the hand of the person directly behind him and let him continue with the namaz and make the salam mm. and the imam will step out holding his nose and step out backwards without disturbing the saf allana it all requires education and tarbiyat so that is why i'm making a humble appeal to all the imams and trustees of the masjid mm. please review the salary of your imams and your muazzins give them the respect give them a decent home inshallah provide for their families and for their children Ust- allah will give you great ajr I mean, and so on ustad how do we haven't started our topic this evening i know you speaking about our beloved marhum idris our beloved muazzin from the west street masjid how do we how do we rectify this ustad how do we help our beloved no on, on a serious note to start how do we help our beloved muazzins throughout south africa i, I see there's a message came here he says that uh, molana he never complained about his money a, he was a humble soul he gave his life for west street masjid molana i am also a muazzin i, I got a person's number ustad um, uh, molana i am also a muazzin i I Idrisa's friend he say I Idrisa's friend my salary is 
but I make shukur to Almighty. I give azan for eight years now. Ah, come on, Ustad, man. My heart is so, Ustad. Eight years, you give the person 6,700. They have to live a life. They make such qurbani, but whenever you see them, they have a smile on their face. Yes! Subhanallah, they would do their duty with beauty, Mulana. They are the first in the masjid, they are the last in the masjid. Ya Allah! And this is what we pay them. But with total silence, they just cry, and they leave, and they plead their case to Allah. But this is a real eye-opener, Mulana. But Ezaz and Ikram Allah have given to Sheikh Idris. Mm. See, as being a Mu'azzin, may this reality come into the lives of all of us. Somewhere along the line, yes, there are some trustees and some masjid, mashallah, they take excellent care of the Mu'azzin, a special housing facility, mm. a decent salary. Alhamdulillah, they take care of the children of the Mu'azzin, the wives of the children of the Mu'azzin. Alhamdulillah. I'm not saying every masjid is guilty of it, but there are certain masjids. Gee, and I don't want to take any names. <clears throat> I don't want to do it. For the brothers who are in charge, again, I'm making a humble appeal. We're not mocking anybody. We're not criticizing. We're just crying and pleading on behalf of the people who are voiceless. They can't say anything. <clears throat> they are foreigners here also. Maybe they're not South African citizens. They're here for the last 30 years, 40 years. Their fathers gave azan. Their grandfathers gave azan. Now they are giving azan. And maybe, inshallah, their children will give generations coming down. <laughs> so let's respect and give true respect and dignity that is rightfully deserving. To there's, a, there's, a, there's a question for you, Ustad. He's a brother from Senton. He says, I'm a brother and a businessman from Senton, a beautiful program. Uh, can Molana Salim and Molana Arafat tell us what duties do they give to our muadzins? So Ustad, I don't know. Do they tell them to clean the carpet? To they, they must uh, wash the carpet or clean the toilets or I don't know, Ustad. Maybe perhaps Ustad, you could inform us on that. Moana, you saw the Muazzins of the Haramein Sharifain. You saw them. Mm. They addressing the respect, the honor, and dignity that Allah has given to them. In reality, the duty of the Muazzin mm. is to call out the Azan at its correct prescribed time. He is the protector of Salah Yalla. to make sure that Azan is given correctly for Fajr, Zuhar, Asad, Maghrib, and Isha. And in the absence of the Imam, that's why I said it is best for the Muazzin to be also a Hafizul Quran and an Ali Medin so that Alhamdulillah, he would know how to call out the Azan, he would know the Masail of giving Azan, and Imamat. And inshallah, to oversee the masjid, alhamdulillah. <laughs> his job <laughs> is not to clean the carpets and clean the toilets and yeah the windows. That's not his job. We need a separate cleaners for that, alhamdulillah. If we can afford it, alhamdulillah. Yes. And better still, Mulana, you know what sawab it is to, to clean the masjid? Let me ask you and me, when last did I swept the masjid or sweep the masjid? Sorry. Let's ask ourselves, when did I come one day and I told to the Mu'azin, it's no need for you to vacuum, give me the vacuum cleaner or give me uh, the carpet brush, I will brush and carpet 
and clean the masjid. Mm. Let me see how many of us did it. Now let me give you the fazilat. There was a lady who used to clean Masjid al-Nabawi. Allahu Akbar. She would come every morning and clean the courtyard of Masjid al-Nabawi. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam admired her for the khidmat that she was making. So one day Rasulullah came for a time and he saw that this lady is missing. She's not reporting on duty. Today what happened? He asked the sahaba kiram give me a mafum of the hadith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was informed, Ya Rasulullah, she passed away last night. And we didn't want to give you taklif. So we carried out the tajheez and takfeen and we buried her. We didn't inform you because the Jews, they are the enemies of Islam. They wanted to assassinate you. So we did not want to give you taklif. So we did our, our duty, gee, and we buried her. Mm. Rasulullah said to the Sahaba Ikram, take me and show me where you'll bury her. Rasulullah took a group of Sahaba and Rasulullah performed Salatul Janazah for her in the Qabristan. Who was she? She was cleaning the masjid. Look at the maqam. The Rasulullah said, take me to her Qabr. And Rasulullah performed Salatul Janazah. So sometime, Mawlana, why can't we bring our own sons? Mm. Insha'Allah al-Aziz. And insha'Allah al-Aziz, one Sunday, one Saturday, and say, okay, never mind. Let's teach our children that insha'Allah, how to look after the masjid. The masjids are clean, alhamdulillah. Yes, there is dust, we'll say, alhamdulillah. And yes, Mulan, I want to warn, this is another filthy habit. What is that, Mulana? Absolutely disgusting. Some men have serious athlete foot problem. Sure. Mulana, they will scratch their toes and leave behind that dry skin on the busalla. No, start. Come on. Allahu Mulana. I've seen this on numerous months. Mm. Is this the respect that we show? It is najais to do that, to show disrespect for the masjid. You find a piece of paper in the masjid, pick it up. Don't call the muazdin there and come here and shout at him. Pick it up yourself. Put it in your pocket and after namaz you can put it in the dustbin. But this is another filthy habit, Mulana, that some of the brothers have. They sit against the wall and they scratch their toes and leave all that dry skin, which is so unhealthy, unhygienic. May Allah Ta'ala protect us. <laughs> Respect the masjid. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, burn Loban in the masjid, especially yes. on a Friday. Yes. <laughs> this sunnah is being forgotten. Burn Loban in the masjid. It's when Muzul and Malaika, the angels come. For Mikey, burn Loban in your house also. Our fathers and grandfathers, Bonana, they did it on a Friday. Thursday evening, subhanAllah, after Maghrib, they would read Yasin, they would read Fatiha, they would make Zikr, they would have Durood and Salam, subhanAllah, the whole family. They will all eat together, whether they cook dal and rice, whether they cook kheer, whatever. They knew that Friday night, Thursday night is a night of Ibadat. That Loban was burning. From the time of Asar, so Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, perfume the masjid on a Friday. Or whenever there's a gathering, mm. you can do it every day. 
how beautiful it is. Molana will be making tawaf around the Kaaba and in Masjid al-Nabawi. Such beautiful old smell is coming, subhanAllah. Mm. You don't want to move from that spot. And that's what Ud does to you, Molana. It strengthens the brain. Aapki ruh ko tasalli Rasulullah loved it. But you come to certain masjid, you'll never see that Ud burning. We go to the Haram Sharif. Why can't we just buy a pure box of that chips of old? Bring it as a hadiyah to your masjid. Imagine if every person who goes for Umrah or Hajj, and if he has to bring a hadiyah, Mulana, I would always, when anybody asked me, I said, please bring me some of that oud from Haramain Sharif. Mm. So let's revive the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Burn the oud tomorrow. I want to see inshallah. Every masjid in South Africa. Amin, Amin. But Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah. Rasulullah said, perfume your masjid. Perfume your homes also. So, <laughs> yes, Molana, coming back to your question. Somebody said, tell Molana Salim, there's a mu'addin who was told to leave because he didn't clean a little child's excreta in the masjid. The child is eight years old. He weed and made excreta in the masjid and they told the muazzin to clean it. I will expose these trustees who fired this muazzin. Hey, Ustad, I don't know what to tell you, Ustad. Hey. Mulana, is this how low we can stoop? Sure. <laughs> the young man, whoever messed the child, whatever, that's why Rasulullah said, keep your masjid free from insane and children who cannot control their, 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 their the urine or stool. See, there are times you have children like this because they don't know how to control their bladder. Or they are not potty trained. See, and we bring them in the masjid. They don't have a proper nappy on. We soil the musalla. We spoil the namaz of people. Why did Rasulullah tell us this? <laughs> yes, if the child is disciplined, the child is properly potty trained, a proper kimbi is put for yes, the child. Yes, yes. Alhamdulillah, bring the child and come. No problem. Make him stand next to you because you're going to teach him namaz. But now to fire Muazzin because he refused, that same father should have cleaned it. He would have said, let me take the responsibility. Let me clean. Let me wash. Let me sanitize. Let me make it park again. I would take the responsibility. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> let me give you an example, Mulana. Uh-huh. If you started this topic, let's do it now. During the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a Bedouin, he comes in the masjid. People from the village, Bolana, they got no adab, they got no respect, they mm. don't know what sharia is. He came in, into the masjid of Rasulullah, and in one corner he started urinating. Mm. Now you can imagine if somebody has to do that in our masjid. Another filthy habit, Bolana, we blow our noses in the masjid. There are some brothers who spit towards the Qibla. Allah's lana, that spit, Allah will turn it into hot steel, and that will be put down your throat. Some of us sit with our legs facing the Qibla. Some of us spit towards the Qibla. Allah. Here is this Bedouin who comes in the masjid and he starts urinating in the corner of the masjid. Sahaba Ikram got so upset. That they want to physically take him out. <laughs> Rasulullah said, leave him. Let him finish his business. 
Allahu Akbar. If it was you and me, I don't know what we would have done. But yeah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to the Sahaba, leave him, let him finish what he's doing. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> How considerate, because imagine a person is urinating and midstream, you stop him in the track. You can cause damage to his kidneys. How considerate Rasulullah was. If could taklif be naho. And Rasulullah said to the Sahaba, go and get buckets of water and clean it. So that father should have cleaned the mess of his son. Not the Muazzin, it's not his job. And those trustees who fired that Muazzin should reinstate that Muazzin. And ask him for forgiveness. If you really want your akhirat, Mulana, do not let the Imam and Muazzins of your masjid cry. Mulana, I've seen people destroyed who made the Muazzins cry and treated them like dirt. Mm. Mulana, Allah punished them. I've seen many cases in and around wherever I went, people who have shown disrespect to the Muazzins. Some of them even physically hit the Muazzins. So may Allah Ta'ala forgive our shortcomings and let us look after those who Allah has chosen and given the straight great maqam that on the day of Qiyamah that whoever gives azan for seven years for the pleasure of Allah without taking any money. But it's for us as trustees and musallis to think that this muazzin, he comes from Malawi or where he comes from, Allah knows best. He's left a family behind. He's working here. He's got to feed his family. He's got to take care. He's got to look after himself. Morana, sometimes it's pathetic <laughs> that me and you, Morana, we've got beautiful kurtas, dafa. Yes, yes, Ustad. You, you must look at the jubba. Nothing wrong. I'm fine. But look at my muazzin. His kurta is torn. Morana, his kurta is torn. He's wearing that kurta for the last five years. But me and you as the Musallis, we don't even have this common decency. Says, Never mind. Alhamdulillah. Let me, for, for the sake of love for, the, for Allah, let me buy this Muazzin a decent set of kurtas that he can wear. And especially on a Friday, who doesn't want to look presentable? But look at the Muazzin of my masjid. His clothes are clean. It's washed, <laughs> but it's got patches or it's torn. But mashallah, my Imam, subhanallah, he's wearing five Five, subhanallah, top of the range. So, Ustad, mm, so, I, I, I know we're not, uh, we, we, we're not in apartheid, but I have to ask you this question, Ustad. Can we say it's because our beloved Muazzins are maybe because they're black? Or maybe, I don't know, Ustad, or maybe if they were Indians, you think they, I don't know, I don't know, Ustad, I, I'm just trying to, to weigh the scale because I see everybody saying, yeah. No, no, Mulana, don't be shy, don't be shy, don't be shy, we are racist. I'm saying it to you straight. <laughs> because they are black brothers from Africa. I don't know where we got this, this superiority that we are better than them. Malana, let me tell you, some of the <laughs> imams who are black, they are Allah. They are waliullah. Some of the muazzins are tahajjud guzar. They are sahibi tartib. Malana, don't look at them by the color of their skin and their dress. Wallahu lazim, they are waliullah. We, they don't show it and they don't make it known. They are very pious servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unfortunately, this is a sad state. I'm not saying all of us, 
Mm. But generally, that's the perception that he's a black Muslim. We are Indians. We are better than them. Alhamdulillah, we are superior than them. I'm not saying, again, Mulana, I stand for correction here. I'm not saying all the masjids or all the trustees. There are certain masjids and certain groups of trustees mm. who ill-treat the muazzin and also ill-treat the imam. It has to stop, Mulana. You never heard the muazzin protesting. You never heard the imams protesting. See? They will carry your janaza. They'll perform your salat. Yes, yes. They will give azan for you. They will give ghusl to you. They will attend the funeral. They will come to the hospital and make dua for you. Your child is sick. They will make dumb for you. You hmm. can't make qadr of them. Haq, Ustad. Haq. Something is wrong here, Mulana. Somebody, says, uh, somebody said, uh, you said it as is, Honorable Mulana Salim. We are racist. Our Indians are racist. My name is Gulam. I'm Gulam from Masgrave. Yes, Mulana Salim, we are racist. We treat them as if they are dogs. Astaghfirullah. Mm. Yeah. No, Allah Ta'ala forgive us. We can correct the wrong. It's never too late. I'm saying let's do an introspection. And inshallah, let's look at our muazzin's living conditions. Let's look at their salaries. Inshallah, and especially, let's look after their children. Mulana, you and I have sons and daughters, little ones. They need an ice cream. They need an outfit for Eid. They are sick. They need to go to the doctor. I'm paying that muazzin. How much is the doctor's fees? Mulana, 600 rand. Yes, 800 rand. Mm. See? If that child is sick, that child has to pay school fees. And you expect him to eat. You've got a wife to look after. You've got four children. Mulana, don't those children are like our children? Mm. Don't we have feelings for them? I'm not saying, again, Monana, all of us are doing this. Some of us are totally inconsiderate. So may Allah Ta'ala forgive our shortcomings and let's rectify what wrong we have done. Hmm. May Allah give us tawfiq. Ji, Monana. Allahu Akbar. Ustad, it's about six minutes uh, to ten o'clock. I know our topic was how to build our taqwa levels, Ustad. Well, this taqwa, yeah, Monana, this is what taqwa is all about. Fear Allah, ittaqillah. Mm, Allahu Akbar. <laughs> This is taqwa, Mulana. Taqwa doesn't mean you sit in the musalla and sit in the masjid with the tasbih and go and make 50 hajj and umrah and come here and say this is taqwa. Yes. Yes, it is taqwa. But real taqwa is love for your Muslim brother what you love for yourself. That is taqwa. Khairun nas mayyan fa'un nas. The best amongst you is who, who serves humanity. This is taqwa. Love for your Muslim brother what you love for yourself. Then you call yourself Muttaqi. <laughs> Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ustad, before we leave, inshallah, I know it's, uh, uh, everyone is <laughs> responding to your topic and everybody says it's about time maybe we South Africans should make a change to our beloved brothers, especially the Mu'adhins Ustad. So, Ji um, Ustad. Allah will turn the tables one day. And you're going to see, Mulana, Mulana Razak said this to me uh-huh. 25 years ago. Uh-huh. Mulana, when this country, South Africa, will get its freedom, Allah will open the floodgates of Africa, the continent of Africa. And our brothers from Egypt, right up to Malawi, will flood this country. Allah and we, the Indian community and Muslims, if we don't embrace them, he said this 30 years ago. Hey, Musalmano, Jago, wake up. Embrace the brothers from Africa. Love them. Mm. Look after them. Give them the deen of Islam. 
because the time will come in South Africa. They will be the future imams and trustees and leaders of the Muslim community. Molana, we are Indians in this Muslims, 2.5% in South Africa, 2.5%. And Wallahu Lazim, if you take our brothers from Africa and put them together, Molana, I think they're more than 20% already in South Africa. Ya Allah. And take it from me. One day you will hear, whether it's West Street Masjid or whether it's Santan Masjid, the brothers from Africa will come in huge numbers. They'll have the best Qari, they'll have the best Imam, they'll have the best Mufti, and say, نَحْنُ أَحَقُّ بِهَذِهِ الْمَسْجِدِ We are more towards this Masjid, and this Masjid should be in our control, because we are in the majority. Because we have ulama, we have Muftis, we have Qaris, we have professionals, we have businessmen, Alhamdulillah, we are equal in the eyes of Allah. Mm. It's going to happen in this country. We may be dead and gone, Mulana. Mulana Razak said this 30 years ago. And I was with him. In many lectures, he told to us, hey, Muslim, oh, Muslims, wake up. He said, a tazan will be given in Egypt, the jawab will be given in South Africa. Allah That's Allah. how Islam is going to spread. Mm. See, azan will be given in Egypt. See, the answer of the azan will be given in South Africa. And you can see every day, droves and droves of brothers are coming from different parts of Africa, coming to South Africa. See, they are our Muslim brothers. We need to embrace them, love them, treat them, and be part and parcel of them. Mm. One minute to 10 o'clock, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know, something for us to think and to reflect and to ponder. My beloved listeners of Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Of course, uh, uh, <laughs> we haven't started that how to build our taqwa level. So maybe inshallah next week we will be speaking about that inshallah. Ustad, Ustad, we're going to leave you there inshallah. We will be seeing you uh, tomorrow between 10 to half past 10 with our nikah announcement inshallah. Inshallah, Mulana will do that tomorrow inshallah. Until I grant you afiat. Ameen. Ameen. Inshallah. Ameen. Fi amani la salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yeah, reality. It said, it said, it said. Just, to, just to see these messages coming on and seeing how our beloved muadzins are being treated. Yeah, it said. It's, it's very. And, and I believe that brother that said that they fired him because uh, a little child messed or made weed or excreta and wanted. I believe. I believe that. Yeah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Uh, forgive all our minor sins, major sins, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us on the path of haq, sirat al-mustaqim. Time for me to love you and live on this beautiful night, beautiful evening. See you guys next week again, inshallah, if we are still alive next week, Thursday, same time, same place on our program, as Safi, on our program, the discussion, and of course, our little shining stars. Tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, as Safi, to Ilal Jannah, from myself and my beloved engineer, brother Lakolo. Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.